0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. This is Biani Bila, and you are tuned into the Theorist Lounge. <laughs> we made it, baby. We made it, we made it, we made it. So, uh, let me take a minute to relax and reflect on, on what's been happening. For the sake of historians and time, it is 22 June, 7 a.m., or 10 past 7 to be precise, and um, this is the time I'm recording this. So, uh, in case things change in future, in case um, we look at this uh, through a different lens... Just know I recorded it on the twenty second of June in twenty twenty, right? Because we don't know if things could change in like the future, and like you know, we look at things through a different lens. And uh, things that I said might have seemed or or seem uh, somewhat sensitive. (laughs) So um, I'm obviously referring to how things are, are playing out uh in particular to our main subject. Today we're gonna be talking about um the holy and uh controversy that's happening. But before we get to the main topic, before we get to the main topic, um I'd like us to sorry. I'd like us to 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 to, to just summarize what the fuck's been happening with uh twenty twenty. It's been a crazy year. In particular for me, it, 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 it was a year where I was like, you know, all systems that go, gears are, are, are in check, and uh, we're going to come out blasting. Uh, we're going to make a movie. We're going to make a series. I started the year with um, a web series I did with colleagues and friends, and we did it as a family. We did Mafanato, which um, unfortunately hit the... Like, as we were about to release it, it was like peak pandemic uh, craziness. Everybody was just, you know, uh, blown away by this whole pandemic. So the release wasn't as awesome as we had wished it would be as executives and so on. Um, And then, yeah, that was the last thing I did. Um, For those who don't know me, my name is Buyanee Bila. Uh, Buyani bila pronounced uh spelled v u y a n i uh i'm a zonga boy from pretoria thank you for tuning into this podcast um, yeah, that's that's who I am. I'm a filmmaker. So shout out to all the filmmakers who are listening to this. Uh, and just to let you know, <laughs> this is not a podcast about filmmaking. Uh, this is just me uh, occasionally with friends. Most of the time will be with my wife uh, and my sister because these are the two people I'm quarantining with at the current moment so um their opinions will be heard loud and clear even though my sister's a bit too loud you'll get to know her here and there uh but yeah this is this is who i am i'm a i'm a, I'm a young uh black man from Pretoria, young black tonga boy so yeah, pandemic hit us hard, bro. But this has always been a dream of mine to um, start a podcast. You know? Yeah. So, whew, what a year! At first, I was like, you know, I'm 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 one of those uh, believers that like I don't believe in like uh, shunning a year. I believe in like energies, like. A year, time is a construct and you can't uh, attribute everything bad to a specific year. You can't say, oh, 2010 was the worst year. I, I, I always believed like time is a construct because a year is like, by the way, we're following the the, the George, the, the, the King George calendar. So, um, like, it's just uh, what if the universe is moving on a different time and space? So you can't attribute uh, everything to 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 a year, especially that we're following like um, you know a Eurocentric uh, English calendar, uh, and you saying oh, 2010 was th- the worst year for me relative to that specific time. So I'm not one of those people, but. But I'm making, a, I'm making an exception for 2020, yo. I'm making a fucking huge exception for, for 2020. Uh, it's been, I can declare, a shitty year. It's been uh, what those uh, of the past would call what the fuck type of year. We thought we had bad years. You know, some people were saying 2016 was a bad year for them. Um, for me, it was a cool year. But most people, majority, agree that 2016 it was the year that I didn't like or whatever. Um, it was a fruit basket. 2016 was a blessing. Uh, what times are we living in? We can't shake hands, guys. I'm living in a house where if my baby sister leaves or my wife leaves, when they come back, I panic. I can't hug her. I can't kiss my wife. I'm thinking what if she has it? Oh, telling my baby sister, "Don't breathe on me," you know. It's, it's crazy times we living in. Um, oh, you know. <clears throat> and the craziest thing of all is that this whole virus is still unfolding. <laughs> It's still unfolding, believe it or not. You know, so so research says this and then research says that. At first they said don't wear masks and then second they were like wear masks and everybody's now a science expert and everybody's a conspiracy theorist that doesn't believe the virus exists. Well, I'm not one of those. <laughs> you know, um, luckily um, research has shown that the virus is not as bad as it seemed you know uh the mortality rate i heard is like 0.02 percent or something but doesn't mean it doesn't kill it still kills especially those who has who have pre uh um medical conditions you know uh you don't want them catching it so we still need to watch out for those uh for our loved ones you know so let me just fix my mic for a second guys this this is a test out. This is my first episode, Um, so there will be some technical glitches. I'm just trying to do this. I'm in my living room looking at my kitchen and trying to have a vision about this whole future in the year. So forgive me for technical difficulties, y'all. Forgive me, forgive me. So, yeah, uh, it's uh, it's been a shitty year. And amongst the shittiest of years... um. <laughs> We got to get hit by, you know, one of the biggest uh inhuman justices that, that I've ever witnessed on camera. Um, full disclosure, I did not and intentionally have not watched the full video of George Floyd being murdered. Um I cannot do that to myself. I'm a very emotional human being. Uh yeah. I, I can't watch that for eight minutes. I've, like, some of you guys have seen the, the the clip where he's saying he can't breathe. I've seen the picture, and it's just horrifying um, <clears throat> that a, a human being can do that to another human being. You know, um, yeah, it, it it amazes me that you know we've moved so much in time. Uh, we've moved so much in technology, we've moved so much in in spirituality, yet we are still so far behind in in average shit. Like, humanity, the human race, we still have bigoted people, we still have racist people, and this is not a secret, you get what I'm saying? And uh, I was touched and moved that the world said, you know what, enough, but I was not surprised. Hear me and hear me clearly. I was not surprised that the world said enough. You know, I was not even surprised by the looting as well. You get what I'm saying. I, I'm not a leftist. I'm not a rightist. I'm I'm I'm, I'm more of a overseer, uh, more of a thinker. Uh, whoever has the right opinion for me in mind is always right. I, I listen to logic. You know. So the, the looting, the rioting didn't surprise me because it was coming, guys. How many young black African-Americans have been killed in the past decade? How many marches have been done? You get what I'm saying? I'm not going to talk extensively on the subject, but it was not a surprise to me that people said, you know what, If it. How many times have they marched for Eric Gardner, for so many people, for for, for the guy, the young kid that got killed by George Zimmerman and George Zimmerman walked away free? How many times has this happened? You know, and nobody's held to account. Police is always free. Even if there's video footage, Zimmerman is left. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. How many? There was a man that was killed by. I remember the incident that before George that that shook me. And you know, I just. It was a young man who who just went into his apartment, man. Chilling on his couch, and a lady walked in the wrong room, and thought it was a criminal inside a room, and killed this dude. Killed him. You know, so, and she got away with it. Uh, wait, wait, D- did she get away with it? It's either she got away with it or um, it's either she got away with it or uh, the judge that sentenced her got killed or something like that. I, I forget the controversy, but the but fact is she killed a man. Where he was just chilling on his couch, and injustice happens. So when people riot, it's enough, you know. Uh, you cannot oppress people for forever, and you know every day you keep beating them down and saying, "Take it, take it, take it, take it." One day is one day, you know. Even bullies know this. Uh, that one day, the oppressed victim will say, "I've had enough." So I don't want to touch much on the subject. It's very emotional, A. B, it's been covered extensively. You've seen it. You have your own opinions on this. Uh, yeah, so uh, uh, shout out to Dave Chappelle, who, who took out a special called 846. And he spoke some real shit over there. And I, I respect him. That's one of my heroes, Dave Chappelle, um he held a concert putting his life at risk in the pandemic like everybody and um he, it wasn't even a comedy special i wouldn't even call that it was it was like you know some social therapy i went in there expecting to laugh and i ended up crying cuz i can see the plight my black people are going through over there you know it's deep when I was young, I used to want to go to America so bad. Maybe like most of you guys, you know. Because America used to be like, um, you know, the, uh, the, the land of the free, home of the brave, the American dream, you know. And then, uh, you know, this veil gets unveiled, you know, and, and it's just like, wow, do I even, me and my wife are like, we want to move, you know. Across the world and so on, but we, we, de- America's out of the question for sure. For sure. Can't go there, bro. And I understand why black Americans don't want to move. It's their home, they've been there for 400 years, damn it. You know, they they, they know it. That's their land. As much as us Africans can say, yo, guys, come back. Uh, You know, we'll hold you down, etc. That's the world they know. That is now their home. They were once lost children, but now they made a home. So they deserve a home where they will not get killed. And they're fighting for it, damn it. Oh, they are fighting for it. So, uh... More of uh, that; uh, those things unfolding. One of my favorite rappers was on the streets, protesting with the people. Uh, shout out to J Cole. You know, shout out to J Cole. Uh, he was protesting with the people, and um, <laughs> some uh, female rapper. Gave him flack for not tweeting. Jeepers. What type of world are we living in? She she, she, she went on a a Twitter rant, you know, uh, saying your favorite rapper is not tweeting about injustice. I'd rather have him on the streets, lady. (laughs) How about that? I'd rather have him on the streets. Then um, uh, him tweeting and doing nothing. I'd rather have him with the people and listening to the people's cries. What does Twitter have to do with it? Just as much as what as Dave Chappelle says, I don't give a shit about what Ja Ru thinks right now. These are the streets talking. You get what I'm saying? What the F do I care about a tweet of J. Cole tweets? Will that tweet change the world? Huh? Will that tweet change the world? Jeepers. Anyway, let me play a song for you. So uh, this is just a little interlude for our brothers by J. Cole.
1: Your eyes only.
0: We've been going through so much, so let's just chill a bit. Come on, technology.
1: Far too long, the consequences is deadly. Can't visualize myself as nothing but a criminal. Control the black, serving up rocks and stay subliminal. Cause young niggas is hard-headed, they letting off. Full of adrenaline, ignorant to what death can cause. Ain't no coming back, family dressed in black. Plus it's hot now, the cops outside. It's hard to flip a pack. And my daughter gotta eat. Her mama be stressing me like I ain't the one who put them J's on her feet. Like I ain't out in the field like that I might be low for the moment, but I will bounce back despite the charges. Back to the wall, I fight regardless, screaming, fuck the law, my life is lawless. That's what you call it, ain't gotta be no psychic to see this is like the farthest thing from heaven. This is hell, and I don't mean that hyperbolic. I tried to find employment, even if it's swiping but tallest, but these felonies be making life the hardest. Resisting the temptation to run up and swipe a wallet, or run up on your yard, snatch your daughter, bike, and pawn it. That's why I write this sonnet, if the pressure get too much.
0: For me to take and I break, play to tape for my daughter and let her know my life is on it. For your
1: eyes. Let her know my life is on it. For your eyes, do you understand?
0: Thank you, J. Cole. Thank you, thank you, thank you, J. Cole. Um, yeah, guys, uh it's crazy time we're living in, bro. It's a crazy time we're living in. So. <clears throat> Yeah, uh the the, the rapper uh, said uh, your favourite rapper is not tweeting even though he's made money off talking about black injustices and uh J. Cole released the song Snow and the Bluff. Shout out to Snow on the Bluff. Um where he explained that look, I've been going through this lady's tweets and uh I feel like it's a bit unfair, you know, uh, but I feel like I'm not even doing enough. And he, you know, gently said, you know, um, yo, I feel like you educated. Just, you don't have to be so rough. Educate us some more. If you're more woke than me, be be more educational, you know. And she released the freaking comeback where she's like, patriarchy. Oh, my God. Anyway, let's just end the topic right there with homegirl. Let's just end the topic right there. Because, yeah, it's just so irritating. And it's distracting from the real topic. That black men are getting killed. Black women are getting killed. All in the streets by a system, systemic racism that's happening. Um, Not only in America, but everywhere. Um, Here back home, um, I think it's Colin Cosa. I think it's Colin Causa, yeah? Um, Just to respect, I'm going to do a Google. Give me some time as I'm doing a Google, right? Uh, This man was killed by soldiers. Yep, it's Colin Koza. Yep. Uh, And as soon as this happened, this incident happened, I knew, like, as soon as the president deployed uh, soldiers that we are under martial law. Essentially. And soldiers get deployed because they know police are part of the community, right? And and when police are part of the community, they're easily corruptible. So they let shit slide, right? They let shit slide, like, knowing that uh, the next door neighbor's selling uh, alcohol or whatever. You know, because they're part of the community. They know the next door neighbor. It's Mama Mang Mang, mang and she's Uh, uh, let's say my neighbor. Okay, let me not drop names. I was about to drop names. Uh, Let's just say Mama Maya for now, or whatever, you know. So, Mama Maya is selling, you know, alcohol, and um, it's allowed because you know, Mama Maya's situation, and you know, she has four kids she needs to support, and blah blah blah, her plight. So, police will always be lenient. That's it, because they're part of the community. So when you're launching soldiers, you're deploying them. And, and, and you're deploying them into, basically, when you deploy soldiers, you're saying, you're going to war. And um, people don't notice, but soldiers don't answer to the law. They don't answer to the police. <laughs> they answer to their own law. They got military police, dude. So as soon as they kill that man, I knew these guys aren't going to be held accountable. Because cause this this is what it is, guys. Just like in America, um, police institutions are gangs. Tupac taught us this. Institutions are gangs. And once a gang does something and it doesn't protect it itself, um, then the gang looks weak. So one of theirs killed up an innocent civilian. And guess what? An internal investigation was done and the military police found that nope, these guys didn't kill this guy. He had preconditions or whatever. Dude, they brutally kicked his ass inside his house. What do you mean? What do you mean? You let me know. What do you mean that this guy uh, had preconditions, my lord? Huh? Tell me. You tell me. What do you mean? So, uh, yeah, the jeez, we haven't even gone touched on the Leon Schuster topic. My God, and it's it's already so 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 tough. What's been happening? So, we had a pandemic. <laughs> then we had um, the Black Lives Matter movement after the the, the horrific killing. It's not even a killing. It was a, 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 what is it? It was an execution. Yes, uh, I say the George Floyd thing was an execution because those guys had no intention of taking him inside the car. Four grown men stepping or kneeling, sorry, on another man. Even after he subdued. They had no intention. They were doing a public execution. The other guy's hands was in the pockets and looked away as an execution was happening right behind him. My God. So we had the pandemic. We had Black Lives Movement after the final straw of George Floyd. And then... uh, Oh gosh, we had uh, yo. I think it's her name is Tolo, right? Who was hung off a tree while pregnant in South Africa. Uh, oh, sorry. We also had the Colin Causa and then we had a young woman hung off a tree while pregnant. South Africa, guys, ugh, man, guys, I, I, I think we have, I think we have a problem, guys. I think we have a gender-based violence problem, right? It's, it's, it's gotten to that point where I'm like, okay, okay, we got a problem. We got a problem we've always had it i mean we've always had it it's just the reportings have been more but like it's a problem we must address this problem i remember when um will i say many years ago a few years back when um the me too movement was starting in america uh there was also a hashtag that that, uh took place here in south africa Uh, which was men are trash, you know? And a lot of men took offense, even some women took offense to that. I remember uh, me and my then-girlfriend, my wife, was saying, um, you know, the mana are trash hashtag wasn't developing anything. Once you say something is trash, you don't build from there. You're saying it's garbage, discard of such. Uh, my wife was was then... In, in 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 the in the thought pattern of we need to do something we need to uh, uh, rather than say trash we need to teach we need to teach the youth how to treat a woman we need to change society as a whole you know but then the topic was you know again diverted my point is the topic was diverted from uh, women are being abused to you know, man, are trash, uh, I, and I feel like that hashtag, you know, uh, punctured the, the the wheels of 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 what was the real issue. You know, having such a def- dis, d, 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 what is it? Uh, having such a controversial or diverse, yeah, having a, such a diverse uh, hashtag took away. You know. The, the 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 air from this wheel of change that was needed because we needed to build as well. You, you, you just can't say something is trash. When you say something is trash, you, you ne- it means it needs to be thrown away, and uh, like it or not, we have to live with each other. so um, yeah, that, that was the take back then. But now, like guys, guys, let's be uniform in this, guys. There is a serious problem. Women face. In particular to South Africa. When I heard South Africa is the rape capital of the world, geez, these stats came out a while back that South Africa's the rape capital. You know, we have a society issue. It stems in in, in how we raised in culture in etc. etc. And you know. <laughs> Growing up in the hood, man, um you, I, I get to look at things again from hindsight and now I'm in twenty twenty, but I remember things seeing things even not even so long ago, as as early as two thousand and eight, two thousand and seven, certain things that were still accepted as a norm in the hood, you know? Uh in regards to how to treat a woman, or you know, things to do and not do, it's so atrocious. You know, I remember even like, guys, jeez, I was looking back and I was thinking to myself, wow, this is this was normal things. There used to be this 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 thing that you know, young guys would would spike girls drinks uh, I remember that they used to call it or some shit like that or whatever and it it used to be like a thing like yo I got this pill and what about what you know in early high school you'd hear of such stories and it used to be your norm and now you're looking at it like that was perpetuating rape culture how was this happening and it's a norm, and people would talk about it like it's a normal thing. Wow. So, yeah, it's, 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 even when, even younger, I take it back, maybe early 2000s, you'd hear young kids in, in, in the hood talking, I remember I heard, when I heard this expression, I was like, what? <laughs> they were like, what's the wako." And it was like a normal thing. Those who know will know. Like, what the fuck? Such a disgusting thing. I was like, how's that normal? Like, basically meaning he took it by chicken's law. Meaning a chicken doesn't ask. Wow. As a young kid, imagine. You're hearing these things. And had I not been educated, taken to better schools, I would have been one of those men. Oh my God! I would have been one of those men. So uh, we're thirty minutes into the podcast, yo. We're thirty minutes into the podcast, and um, let me let me let me hit a, a young a, a young track for us. Uh, but 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 I know you guys. Are feeling what I'm feeling, like the eye, the, the how we view things now is is way graver, and, and, and we have much more insight. We're more woke, as uh, Twitter uh, new millennials would say. But things were different back then, and we need to change our eye. You know. So. I'm trying to find a a young song that that will usher us into our our next segment. Whoa. Whoa. Maybe that's a bit too deep for y'all. Let me hit you with another one. Hey. Africa. What's going on? For those who are wondering, how is he playing such music? Does he have rights to it? I'm not making money off this, bro. I'm not making money off this, bro. I'm just doing it for the love, bro. (laughs) Until we get sponsors and all the likes, you get what I'm saying. So let's go. Remember this for the days that Theorist Lounge podcast was still, still raw and inundated. Let's go.
2: A flower garden, gracing halapa, shimmering in purples and the yellows, and all the shades, sparkling in the skies, in the rainbows
0: of the Congo, the Congo. That was Brahu Masekela. Ha, I'm handling this podcast like it's a radio, bro. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Um, we were still reflecting on the shit of a year of 2020. Eh? Shit of a year. So, yeah. Pandemic. George Floyd. Colin Coz. Uh I think Uh I'm going to have to Google it. Hung from a tree while pregnant, rest in soul queen, and your unborn baby. Your gender-based violence. Then, (laughs) to sprinkle some more things, I think we have a xenophobic problem in South Africa. Hey, you know... uh, I woke up one day, went on Twitter as I usually do because I'm such a slave to technology. Uh, go on Twitter and uh, I see Peltusi must fall, hashtag. And I'm like, oh, why must this poor lady fall now? What did she do? Did she tweet some homophobic stuff or something? What, what, what happened? And then she just said, I don't condone killing of foreign nationals in South Africa. We are all one. Ha, Chiki Chiki Paul Tusi must fall. And you know, like I I've 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 usually seen this, but I thought it wasn't like majority of people. But maybe it's just on Twitter and it doesn't reflect South Africans as a majority. But I've I've felt the majority of South Africans are freaking xenophobic. What is wrong with us? What's wrong with you guys? What's wrong with loving your fellow brother and sister? Why why, why South Africans? I think I also feel like, uh, uh, and I, I'll put it like, I'll say you guys, or I'll say we. Uh, do we think we are better than than other countries in Africa? Do we think we are better than uh, Somalians, Ghanaians, Tanzanians, Uh, Zimbabweans, Nigerians, uh, do we think we are better? Because I have have news for you, my friend. We are the same. (laughs) We are truly one. You are no better than your fellow brother from Ghana, Nigeria, and so on. Just because somebody drew, and these white men drew these lines across Africa and said, this is South Africa, and that is uh, Nigeria, and and they all took their piece of chunk of Africa, all right? Let me tell you, uh, since we are majority Christians, God sees no borders. God put no borders. The only borders God put on earth are oceans, FYI. This, that's where he said, hey, this is where the world ends for you, my friend. It ends here. And as a black person, you knew it ends there because you know we do not swim, we do not go on boats like that unless we are fishing. Uh, like my fellow ancestors from Mozambique that would uh, uh, fish uh, a lot, a lot, a lot and build the first harbor and so on and so on. But that's another history lesson for another day. Um, but that's where God says, hey, The earth ends here. Those are the only borders I recognize. Otherwise, we are connected. The same soil I step on, my brother in Nigeria steps on. My brother in Ghana steps on. You know, it also falls on 90% of our... (laughs) Okay, let me not say ninety percent. Fifty percent of our issues in South Africa fall on ignorance that I didn't know. Fifty percent of our issues in South Africa falls of of ignorance. Had I also not gone to school, and 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 and, and sat next to, um, you know, uh, a brother from. Angola, my brother Ariel from Angola, or uh, even prior to that, I had foreign national friends. Had I not gone to to to, to further my education and then uh, go to the workforce and had my brother Ayo from Nigeria working alongside me, who was a great animator, you know, uh, I had a friend in 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 in, in res, In tut, his name was Sebastian. Great genius. He was studying engineering. We used to share series together. Great brother, you know. And I hear your cries, South Africa. Like, like, okay. Before I even get to you, I hear your cries. These are great people that are in our society. That are good, genuine people. And you. They, they they just came to our country for a better economic uh, standpoint, trying to make something out of themselves. Just like you, trying to make something out of themselves. Oh yeah, th- even before that, th- th- we had teachers in high school that were foreign nationals, great math practitioners, physics practitioners. So because some of us are not privileged enough or... or Come from an ignorant standpoint that you've never communicated with foreign nationals, you do not know. The only um, vantage point maybe you might have is, 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 is those um, Eritreans and Somalians that are at the shops currently, that came in late even. And they showed us how to play the game. They came in the hood and monopolized the spaza sector. And we look at that with jealousy. And we do not look at that with admiration to say, wow, these guys did it. They did it. They lived off. Inside in there, they took baths inside that tech shop and they had mattresses inside. And we saw them build an empire in a matter of years. And then what do we do? We get jealous because we didn't do it first. And we say there's no jobs. You know. So... uh, What's the name? What's the name? What was I saying? (laughs) Uh, Where was I? My train of thought was the the ignorance. We do not know. Yeah, now let me come to your cries. I hear you saying no. Most, uh, Most of them say most Nigerians, traffic women, drug traffic and do drugs and all that and i'm not excusing any of those crime is crime no matter the skin color or or or, or, or nationality and those people must be arrested for sure if you are pushing drugs you need to get arrested right you need to get arrested if you are trafficking women you need to get even killed, I, I don't know, I don't know, I'm not no judge, you need to die. I would burn you alive, or me, because I wouldn't allow anybody to traffic women, um, you know, that's, just, that's my standpoint, but that is a crime problem, it's a criminal problem. I feel like that is a criminal problem. And let's be honest with each other, guys. We have a crime problem that again is instituted. The police in South Africa are easily, uh, from history, from what I hear, from what I hear, uh, corruptible. These so-called drug peddlers are known by police. Sunnyside. The whole issue over there is the police. They know who's doing this, who's pushing prostitution, who's pushing... You know, they know. There was an incident I remember I heard of um, these other policemen walked in uh, this uh, prostitution house, I think here in Pretoria or whatever, and um, they saw this other girl uh, and they would exchange monies with these uh, foreign criminals or right, they were pushing prostitution and drugs and whatever and whatnot, and then this girl was on a missing poster in their station and they did nothing about it or did they even recognize that this girl has been missing, you know so we have a police a criminal issue, we need to address, you know why is it happening like that? If you guys are saying no, these foreigners are pushing drugs. No, no. Why is it that it's allowed to happen? Because there's genuine foreign people that are here to work, that are here bettering our society. That are doctors, that are animators, that are. You hear what I'm saying? It's not everybody. Just as much as we, as black people, don't want to be seen as criminals to the white people or whatever. It's not everybody, right? Yeah, so we, we have a criminal problem. <sighs> so, yeah, South Africa, let's, let's, the xenophobic thing is not a yoga for me personally, because I'd like to go to Africa and I don't want to go to Africa and I get there and they're like, what are you? I'm like, South African, and then they're like, some of us would love to travel hey we don't believe south africa's the end all and be all i'd like to see tanzania i'd like to see ghana i'd like to see nigeria dude nollywood is up there you know i'd like to see some filmmakers i'd like to collaborate in africa shout out to my african filmmakers shout out to Ariel. went to film school with him uh it's from Angola. angolan uh doing some films over there shout out to mr meaty from namibia also went to film school with him, doing some great stuff out there in Africa. Get what I'm saying? So uh, a lot of our uh, issues stem from from ignorance, fifty percent ignorance, others ish, uh, systemic uh, past oppression problems. <laughs> that is the truth. Yo 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 I guys the atrocities of apartheid. Hey they left scars. Hey hey they left scars. Hey these scars hey these scars are deep guys Hey they're deep They deep <laughs> you 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 you, you. have no idea So yeah uh, <laughs> We haven't even touched on it, even just the topic <laughs> like close to an hour no guys you know what let's name this episode uh uh, uh, crazy 2012 2020 because i was just reflecting we haven't even started with the podcast i was just reflecting you know so uh in this um reflecting i'd like to end our podcast I'd like to end our podcast episode two. Maybe, yeah, we'll have a guest. We'll have, uh, uh, I'll try to get my wife. (laughs) I'll try to get my Tabo Bila up in here. Hear her voice, hear her perspective. You know what I'm saying? Uh, On on the whole Leon Schuster thing. So uh, let me end it on one of my favorite artists. Uh, One of my favorite, not one of. Let me correct that. This is my favorite singer of all time. This lady gave me consciousness. If you know me, you know how much I love this lady. Ever since I was young, when I put on a cassette. And I'm going to play one of her most popular songs, so everybody knows who it is. Uh, Any good friend of mine knows how much I love this artist. World-renowned. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into the Theorist Lounge. I play Tracy Chapman. Whoa, before you go, before you go, before you go. Tell me, what do you think? Uh, should I get a new name? Because I'm just naming a theorist lounge because cause I used to have a documentary named theorist lounge. Uh, you know, uh, and then I thought maybe it's a national progression, natural progression into naming this podcast theorist lounge. But if you want a new name, uh, maybe Shiva talk shit all the time. Or I don't know, uh, talking, just talking we any bila we any bila just talking uh how about that type of name or should it be theorist lounge or maybe theorist lounge is too deep because some days i'm just gonna talk crap guys (laughs) it's not about film (laughs) i hope it's just reflections it's just me like reflecting on things this is like therapy for me you you, you get you get me you get me so let me know what you think about the name uh, whether you inbox me or whatever, I'm assuming I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm not stupid. I know like maybe five people go and listen to this. <laughs> maybe five of y'all go listen to this. But if it's just five, I appreciate that five. I appreciate that five. Just know I appreciate you. Thank you for listening in from beginning to end. Ha! I appreciate you. I love you. I see you. So contribute to this name. Let's do this together. I'm hoping I, I, I could do this, you know, like at least twice a week. If not every day, we can talk about this. Let's do it. Anyway, back to the greatest of all time, Tracy Chapman. You get a fast I want a to
2: anywhere. Managed to save just a little bit of money. Won't have to drive too far. Just cross the border and into the city. You and I can both get jobs and finally see what it means to be living. See, my old man's got a problem. He did it with the bottle, that's the way it is. He says his body's too old for working body's too young to look like his, but mama went off and left him, she wanted more from life than he could give, I said somebody's got to take care of him, so I quit school and that's what I do, you gotta fast